it's the best Kiwi event in New Zealand, this. Crossing New Zealand in one or two days. Why do I do it? Because I love it. Three, two, one, go! Well, welcome to the Kathmandu Coast to Coast podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you get from the west coast of the South Island all the way to the east coast by running, biking and kayaking across some of New Zealand's most famous routes. This podcast is brought to you by Team CP, your endurance coaching specialists. I am the media man with the Mo, aka Angus Petrie. We have got with us our team captain, uh, Richard Greer, who is uh, like a little monkey chewing on a banana. Oh, it's a, we're talking all about nutrition tonight. Just done a bit of a bike ride and a run, so I thought I should uh, lead from the front and, and make sure that we're demonstrating some good nutrition to get underway. Well, you know, I'm going to see your banana and uh, mm, raise you one delicious <laughs> one square meal bar because, you know, sponsors product. Oh, good job, good job. You've done well there. You've, you've done well. Uh, one of the key issues with nutrition is making sure you don't eat too many bowls of ice cream later in the night. So we'll see how that OSM bar goes and what it may evolve into and maybe some ice cream on the side with an OSM well, bar. I'm not sure if that's been done before, but I'm sure there's a first for everything. Well, speaking of ice cream, I heard a wee rumour that you consume three litres a week. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason why I have to go running, isn't it? Because I have to try and offset that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you're not denying it, okay? You're not denying it, okay? Yeah, yeah. Moving on, moving on. We are back for our Kathmandu Coast to Coast special, my friend. Uh, who, what, who, and where, and what special guests have we got for tonight? Yeah, hey, we're, we're like all about nutrition. What are we going to learn? So we want to think about, uh, I guess, with this podcast, it's all about. So what can I learn out of it? So we're going to um, have a chat to Abby Shaw, who's the OSM nutritionist tonight, just in terms of lots of different types and options of food and what to think about on, on terms of the different stages of the coast to coast. Uh, we're going to talk to Matt Bateman, who is our sort of key person that we're following through his preparation through to through to race day and then we're also going to kick off with Hannah Romano mm. uh, Richard I'm not actually sure if you're there or not to be fair so let's just bring Hannah in Hannah are you there hi how's it going <laughs> I'm not sure you might have to tell me is Richard frozen at your oh no look here he is the big smiley man's back again Oh, he's got his eyes shut. Okay, we might just have to just uh, move along there for a minute. Oh, Richard's got Richard has technical difficulties. I tell you, he sure does. Uh, how are you, it Hannah? Happens. It happens. Yeah, I'm wonderful. Thank you, Angus. How about yourself? I'm good. Look, we've got a live view coming on here. He's coming down the stairs, <laughs> trying to remove him out of the system here. <laughs> uh, what what a great a busy, intro! What a great intro! I know it's one of our finest, isn't it? Uh, you've been a busy lady, haven't you? You've been uh, busy being a oh, mother. Hi, and, uh, oh, hi Richard. Yeah, come in, How's come it going in the studio. Yeah, exactly. I thought I, my studio is not working, so I'll, I'll go top class and see what the man with the buttons is doing down here. Welcome to the main studio, my friend. Welcome to the main studio. You must be the most fastest cyclist and runner I've ever seen. Just changing studios exactly. like that. It's quite windy at the moment. Tailwind. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, Hannah, uh, you have completed the coast to coast three times previously, haven't you? And actually, yes, done I have pretty well. Like you've been at the top end of the, uh, at the pointy end of the two day field. Um, and this year, you're stepping back into the fray and having another crack at it. But life's a bit different now, isn't it, compared to what it was um, <laughs> the last time round uh, with 
a couple of young boys under three. You're a PT now, um, busy with business, and then also some health concerns as well that you're sort of, I guess, just managing as well as part of that. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about um, uh, your journey, where you're at now, and um, and what the Coast to Coast means to you. Yeah, well, first of all, I want to say long-time listener, first-time caller. Very, <laughs> very honoured to be part of this. I love listening to your podcast. It's actually very informative. Um, yeah, like like you said, Richard, I do have a three-year-old and an eighteen-month-old. Um, they really rule my life. <laughs> As in, I'm making food for them, and I'm cleaning up, and I'm doing nappies and taught training. It's um, it's quite a busy life, which I didn't think that I would be involved heavily, but that's yeah. just what happens, right? Yeah, um, yeah. My husband, Luke Romano, plays rugby. He's really um, away a lot so um, solo parenting is kind of like what naturally what I'm used to so now that he's off for pre-season it's quite unusual it's quite it's quite good but it is okay, unusual yeah a little bit of time <laughs> to be able to share share kids a little bit absolutely absolutely and um, yeah like I said I run my own um, online business so four years ago I was pregnant with my first child. I really wanted to utilize my skills and knowledge. And, you know, like you learn so much about the human body and the biomechanics. And then I don't just want to give it away. So mm-hmm. I wanted to keep going. So I decided that I'd put it all online and make sure that I can train people and educate people, inspire people to exercise through, you know, like laptops and phones and whatnot. So it's going really good. It is really busy. Um, once again, didn't think it would take over my life, but it has. And, um, yeah, now I am adventuring into the coast to coast with my amazing teammate, Olivia Spencer-Bow. Now, she is no slug when it comes to kayaking. She is uh, a world canoe polo champion. Um, She, I think, she's on the coast coast seven times and only come first, second or third. So... uh, If you're going to get a teammate, you might have a decent one that you don't have to wait around for for too long. So she's going to kill the second day on the kayak, yeah. but I'm looking forward to almost doing the coast to coast for me. You know, like yeah. I have done the coast to coast, yes, three times previously, but this is a whole different life. My body shape's different. I've got a lot, a lot less time. Um, yeah. And I've got different obstacles as well that we all have, um, yeah. but mine is just time. And yeah. if my mum comes around, look after the boys and it's raining, I've got to go for a bike ride. I can't just go, oh, I'll just skip it today. Like I've yeah, got to go. Yeah. Or else that's it, you know. So um, unfortunately, I'm getting wet a lot and I'm just really windy <laughs> on South yeah. Road. So I'm getting yes. really windswept as well. But um, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to do the coast to coast to change the perception of it. I think it's kind of known as like the elite and, and that's mm-hmm. awesome, you know, and that's mm-hmm. through no one's fault through media and whatnot. But I really would like to, you know, get the old mums and the old dads, the people that used to do it but think they can't, get them to do it. Because, yeah. like, if you put hard work in, we know we're going to get something out of it, right? So yeah, I'm yeah, hoping yeah. to inspire, you know, all the mums and dads out there that have thought about giving it a go or want mm-hmm. to give it a go um, to just give it a crack. So, Ugh, it's going to be hard work, but yeah, yeah, yikes! But that's great, though, isn't it? Just to set yourself a target and just do little steps at a time. Be consistent and uh, look after your body. Do what you need to do. Be where you need to be, and it mm. becomes a bit of a team effort, doesn't it? And the family need to buy in uh, to that yeah. goal and to be able, able to do that together. And obviously, you've got a pretty supportive family behind you. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I do. Uh, it looks yeah. very. 
is very sport-minded, so he understands, you know, like I feel like I'm taking the athlete part, you know, at the moment. So yeah. he's uh, the full-time dad on the full-time athlete. It's quite good. Yeah, that is good. That is good. So you just roll in, ready for tea. What's what's for tea tonight? Pretty much, yeah. 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 We had a yeah. Yeah. slow cooker all day. He was on it. He was all over it today. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Definitely points points for Luke today. Um, you've recently been diagnosed with Crohn's disease. Um, what is it and how does it affect you and how does it affect – because that's, so, as I say, a recent thing. You didn't have to deal with that last time you did the coast to coast. Mm, yeah, so Crohn's disease and osteoclitis, it's like a, it's an irritable bowel syndrome. So mm -hmm. there's no real ticker from your bowel to your brain to know if you need to go to the toilet. Um, and sometimes it's poo, sometimes it's blood. I know you talk about that, but it's this is my yeah. life. Mm -hmm. um, so I, um, about three years ago, bowel cancer is in my family. So it's kind of the nature of the beast. Um, it yeah. skipped a generation, so it skipped my parents, and lucky me, um, I got it. So yeah. it's um, it's really, it actually is really hard, and I went to actually pick up my prescription yesterday, and the lovely lady at the pharmacy, she always sees me because I've got so many meds. Like it's, yeah. it's a lot of meds that I take, and um, she's like, this disease is really awful, and I'm like, it actually really is. So... Mm. Um, for me, I have to try and keep it under control, and so I'm kind of gone through the um, wholesome approach to food. Um, so I don't buy power bars anymore. I don't buy bliss balls anymore. I make them because I need mm -hmm. to know that I'm getting enough protein powder. You know, in my um, power bars and enough carbohydrates. I need to know, like down to the T, how many chia seeds for my omega threes. You know, like I need to know oh. what I'm eating to consume and. Um, it, it does take a while to make all this stuff, but I, but it's really worth it. And yeah. um, I don't really feel like going to the toilet throughout the goat's pass. Um, so, and there'd be no toilet there. So, you know, I need to figure out a solution and almost put my best foot forward that I can because, um, yeah, this it's a horrible disease and hopefully I can get some answers and some new medication uh, to help me throughout the next couple of weeks and months. But yeah, it's it's a horrible thing to go through, and, and you wouldn't wish your worst or my best friend with you know through mm. it. So, yeah, just find a solution, go wholesome, best foot forward, and try and you know be all over it. Yeah, good, good, good. So, so in terms of the food that you're eating and and race day food, like this is what we're talking about today is nutrition, and I guess you need to have the most pure form of nutrition, or there's certain things you can have and can't have, and it's mm. really about, and I guess is what other people take from this, it's about, I guess, understanding what works and what doesn't, and what feels mm. good and what doesn't, and that goes for all of us as well, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, previously the old Hannah you know, could yeah. run an hour 15 and not even feel like eating or still have enough energy and my heart rate was still really good. I was still running great mileage per K. Yeah. Now it's the first 45 minutes and I have to have a snack, you know, like right. or else my energy goes low and I've tried to push it out, but it's just not working. So yeah. there's a lot more snacks involved now in my, uh, in my packs. But, hey, look, if it's just what I have to do to keep the energy up because, um, yeah, I think – I know a lot more about my body and, you know, what it needs and what it doesn't need. And um, I guess that's what's getting older and wiser is all about. But it's still, yeah, 
it's a tricky ball game and it's a lot yes, of yes. prep a lot of food making i can tell you that richard yeah, i can imagine yeah exactly <laughs> absolutely so what's your like obviously that's part of learning about it but what's one or two key go-to things that you've figured out amongst sort of a, a longer run uh that you might use on the on the coast to coast yeah so with the run so the first 45 minutes i'll have maybe just a quarter of a power bar um mm -hmm. which will hopefully get me to like you know the first or second um river crossing yeah. from there i will take my um the pure electrolytes i can take and they're really really good so i'll yeah. hit that up um i've probably cost like maybe an hour with 30 that 90 minute mark and then a raspberry jam sandwich is oh, what i absolutely exactly. love so yeah. i'll hit that up uh, multigrain, multigrain. Multigrain, okay, yeah. And yeah, is it going to be rolled up? How, how, do you, how are you going to carry your raspberry jam sandwich so it's still good? Well, uh, so um, I have figured that out, actually, funny you say that. So I love a good snap lock and container queen. So once you have kids, you've got to have a lot of containers and snap bags. Yeah. So inside a snap bag and then inside another one because you sweat and perspire. Yeah. So you've got to have it in two snap lock bags, tightly sealed and the um, raspberry and shamble will be folded over, no crust, takes too much, too much time to eat the crust and Cheating, cut in yeah. half. So, okay. Okay. yeah. Right, yeah, good, yeah. good, good. I almost need a demo. We might need to have a photo <laughs> of that or something like that. That's very oh, good. happy to share, happy to share. And it's about the amount of raspberry jam you can get into that sandwich as well. That's that's key because you don't want to be a oh. dry jam sandwich. No, 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 double dip. Definitely a, a couple of scoops on. <laughs> yeah, good, good. Sorry, I've uh, got held up with the raspberry jam sandwich. Is there anything else you go for next? Um, well, at Dudley's Knob, I used to have a cheeseburger, so I'm yeah. going to try that next next week when I go and see how that goes. Um, I'm not overly sure. I don't often eat cheeseburgers, but it's really good fat content, um, yeah. so I'll see how we go. Trial and error, right? That's why I want to kind yeah, of yeah. hit um, Goats Pass, you know, every couple, once a week now until Christmas to try and figure out how I can go. Yeah, I, I tell you a little. I tell you a little cheeseburger story. They're actually good for about. Oh, yes. They're actually good for about four or five days. Uh, great nutrition value. But <laughs> when I did God's Own, we actually bought them in. Uh -oh. I don't know on the way down to Wanaka, and then we had a couple of days uh, before before we started, and then on about day two or three, Georgia dragged them out of the pack in some remote <laughs> place, and we unwrapped these cheeseburgers that were, and they were just divine. I'm sure Hannah's gonna Hannah's gonna use it, make her own though, aren't you, Hannah? You're not gonna sort of uh, drive into a I was potentially it. gonna make my own, but I mean, <laughs> it sounds probably it's gonna be better for you making your own. <laughs> <laughs> you do you, Angus. You're doing a great job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, clearly. So, yeah. so Heather, as, a, as a as a bit of a parting comment, have you got any sort of key advice you'd give other mums, other other um, dads out there, other people that are going, oh, maybe I should do this? What would you? What advice would you give them? Oh, honestly, just give it a go. And I think um, in May, I actually could not run five kilometers. Like that's yeah. without a word of a lie. I hadn't run in four years. You know, like so I've been pregnant or breastfeeding for four years straight like it's a long time it's a long yeah. thing to do for your body so I said to Luke I'm going to run a half marathon and he was like well it's a little bit easy because you just follow people on the track you know why okay. don't you do the coast so I was like hmm okay all right <laughs> all right mate you know yeah. no problem you do yeah. as well with me so um maybe one year but um so then I thought you know 
if anyone can run 5k from May to November and then into the coast to coast, I think if you have the time and the effort and the dedication to do anything, whether it is just the goat pass run or doing a two-day team or doing a tandem, you are more than willing to do the coast to coast. It's not for the elite. It's for the everyday person that can put the time and effort into it. And yeah. I honestly, I know as cliche as that sounds, it honestly is the truth. And, you know, put your best foot forward. What have you got to lose, you know? God, yeah, good. Just like that. A helicopter and, trip, you know, out just in case, you know? Doesn't matter. <laughs> that's, not a bad, that's not a bad plan B, is it? And, just before we go, Kate Russell's just asked uh, if you could share your power bar recipe now not to take anything away from our next guest, Abby, and their <laughs> wonderful products that they have. But, but but there are more people, probably there's a lot of people in your similar boat, Hannah, that like to, that well, not like, but need to know what's going into their, to their items and, and prefer to do it themselves. So uh, what's the chances that over on Hannah's Instagram that there's going to be some sort of recipe to video or something? You're pretty good at those. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll be sure to make them. I actually have to make them next Monday. So I'll do a wee video for you, no problem. But it is also a very secret recipe. So I, you should feel quite privileged for me to share it. Oh. Okay, right, right. We might have to pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> if, there's a, if there's a blank piece in the middle of the Instagram video, you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, happy to share. Happy to share. Brilliant. Well done, Hannah. Thank you very much, Hannah. All the best for uh, you know your coast to coast venture. There is absolutely Thank no you. pressure on you at all by the sound of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and we're I know. already talking to a, a podium getter here. The yeah. way I hear yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. No, fantastic. Oh, You've just got to cut it um, out. <laughs> well, it's all about your teammate at the end of the day, anyway, isn't it? Yeah. No, she will get one of the fastest woman kayaking times. I would put money on it. I would yeah. put money on it. But um, yeah. the other teammate, let's let her, let her do her best, you know. Yeah, we'll be right. Exactly. 100%. Cool. Well nice. Done, Hannah. Thanks, care. Hannah. Thanks, no, thanks for having me on. No yeah, worries. Good like that. Job done. Well, it's just is a bit <laughs> cosy in the <laughs> studio here stuff. together, isn't Absolutely. it, really? This is a bit... Uh, We're making it work, though, aren't we? We, we are making so it work. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. Good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> You've definitely had a bike ride, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> it's good, it's good. Uh, it's yeah, good. so for me, the key takeaway from Hannah's chat is just basically uh, figure out what works for you and actually practice it, plan it, figure it out, know how it feels and uh, do that. And, and, and keep it of a diary is a good way to do it as well. Yeah, and probably for me, it's that whole, um, you know, it is it is an event for everybody. It's an event for anybody, yep. everybody and anybody. And there are people that do have, I guess, dietary requirements or difficulties or whatever like mm -hmm. that. And that shouldn't be an obstacle to stop you from doing this, Richard. Like like Hannah's got, she's found a way around mm -hmm. it. She makes mm -hmm. her own things and, yep. and, and life goes on. Yeah, so that's right. You know, and just like in the CP Media team tonight, we've found a way around our uh, previous. Uh, wait, wait, don't go with the hour. It's <laughs> not. Let's and not bring us all down on the one. It's a teammate thing. Remember, yeah, exactly. we're doing yeah, it together. Good. Anyhow, yeah. let's move along. Uh, should we have a chat to Abby? I think we should. Abby, Abby's uh, just as a bit of an intro for a start. Abby's a nutritionist for OSM. Uh, just doing some research uh, around um, and behind the scenes. She's a self-confessed foodie that loves to take the confusion out of nutrition. And for me, nutrition is the most complicated, confusing subject. But on the other hand, it's the simplest as well. Mm. So you're meat and three veg, et cetera. And uh, so, yeah, keen to basically have a chat to Abby about what are some different options? What are some ideas that I could use for my race day effectively? Mm. And, and what underpins that and a bit of why? 
And even as you say, it's as simple as it can, you know, it's a simple thing, but it's one of the most easiest things to get wrong too. Oh, right? yeah. And, and and all of a sudden, if you're starting to get wrong, you're starting to battle and you're just not enjoying your weekend yeah, or your yeah. race anymore. So Correct. so we want to do to, to do something. So let's have a bit of a chat to Abby and see what she now, has to say. Seeing, we're, seeing you're sharing my studio, would you like yes. to push the button? Or <laughs> no, no, I yeah, do that? I okay, I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome How are you going? Oh, thanks for having me on. I feel yeah. very honoured. Um, and I do appreciate, Angus, that you're uh, eating an Oisimba. Does it taste delicious? Absolutely delicious. He hasn't Good, shared. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about this not, afterwards because, you know. Not that I don't mind banana, Richard, but. <laughs> yeah, any good teammate would share. But uh, we'll carry yeah. on. I've still got half a banana left anyway, so get through that yeah. as well. Um, Abby, in terms of your role with, what, what is your role with OSM? What do you do? as far yeah. as um, being a nutritionist for them. Yeah, cool. So I came on board with OSM this year. Uh, they they had just launched this year one of their new products called OSM Everyday Bar, which is really, I mean, OSM were always known for their terrain bar, so their one square meal terrain bar. Uh, and then they've launched product, which is in the line of a, a nice, uh, healthier version of a muesli bar. So, yeah. yeah, so I came on board with them uh, to work on a capacity of writing um, some nutrition blogs and just, as you said, simplifying nutrition because um, yep. I may say myself, you know, I'm a nutritionist and have been for the last eight, nine years and yep. I still don't know everything and I don't think I ever will. I mean, nutrition is a crazy field and it keeps changing um, and we all have different opinions on certain things. So, yeah, I like to take the confusion out of nutrition. I think, um, yeah, I hope that works for readers of, um, the OSM blog or so forth. So yeah, so that so I helped them launch their bar, and then uh, today I'm kind of working in a capacity for their OSM terrain bar. So cool. they are um, I don't know if you've mentioned this tonight, but they are the nutrition one of the nutrition sponsors. Mm -hmm. Sorry, uh, yeah. for the next three years, which is pretty cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, no, that's great. That's awesome. And and uh, yeah. good to have those options coming through as well uh, for different yeah. things that, that, that's been developed as well. That's great. So let's have a little look at the coast to coast. It's, there's lots of different elements to it. There's your lead up yeah. uh, and then obviously the different stages. So should we just jump into that and sort of have a bit of a conversation, just throw some ideas around uh, what yeah, we could yeah. have. And I guess as part of those ideas, everybody's different, aren't they? So again, mm -hmm. uh, just like Hannah was saying, we've got to practice it. We've got to try it. We've got to see if it actually works for us. But, but let's just maybe go through some ideas. And, and obviously, what works for us also depends on what our goals are as well. So a cheeseburger could be completely fine. Uh, but I'm not sure if I'd see some of the um, front runners having a cheeseburger while they're huffing and puffing their way on the way up to go past. I'm not sure about that. I don't know if I've ever seen Braden Curry ever do a cheese. But, hey, you never know. Um, yeah. He might do it after the race too. But it does sound like it. The thing happen behind the scenes that we don't know about, isn't it? So the secret totally. Thanks for Hannah for sharing that. That's good. Yeah. Um, so let's start off with um, with the uh, the first stage. So that's a two hmm. k run, two point two k run, and then a, um, a fifty five k bike ride. So that's sort of start of the day. It's early uh, for the yeah. longest day at six am, and for the two days it's sort of seven am ish, mm -hmm. and it's going to take a couple of hours. What are some things that we should be thinking about or going with in regards to our nutrition there? Yeah, cool. Yeah, great question. So I think um, even before we we start the right, I mean, meal prep is um, key and a plan. Um, always have a plan and follow that plan. But we've got to look back from the start of the race and think, okay, what am I going to have for breakfast? Uh, mm -hmm. Say, 
I would I would probably recommend clients to have a breakfast um, two to four hours before the race, um, just so that they, I know, nerves kick in and so they settle their stomach and um, they've got that nutrition on board for that first hour of the race where they shouldn't really be needing some good nutrition. So, yeah, if, I suppose if you pull it back before the start of the race, it's getting breakfast right. So. Yes. Um, Yes, I realised I answered that. Answered that, uh, that was that was the right answer to my question of what I should have no, asked. That's okay. And I was also thinking the night before is important as well, isn't it? Oh, um, the week before is important. The, exactly, the year before exactly. is not. I shouldn't stress. <laughs> I will <laughs> say one thing. I did once have a client, obviously won't name names, who came to yeah. me two weeks before the coast, looking for a plan, and I was convinced he was talking about the coast the year away, but no, it was two yeah. weeks pre. So, okay. so, and I guess this is why it's really cool to. Um, be having these conversations now to mm. to get in your mind, you know, we need to have a plan and um and it's so important that we practice that plan um during your training and your preparation for the race. So yeah, it's not just it's not just the morning of, it's the week, the the months before that we're kind of thinking about it in yeah. Mm, um, yeah, that's right. So and sorry, someone, I'm on a tangent. I do that. <laughs> that's right. And I knew this would happen. And this is part of the fun. Yeah. Of it. And that's yeah. having someone to to help you with that plan as well. Uh, to, to develop that and give you some feedback and having some ideas and how much and how often and, and that sort of thing as well. So give me a couple of ideas for breakfast options. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah. So uh, the key kind of things for me when I'm working with a client, I'll talk about having having a breakfast that's not going to upset your stomach. So in our everyday life, right, we love fiber. We love complex carbohydrates. We love yeah. good, healthy um, fats and good protein. But come race day, most of the time we want to strip that back and go for something that's um, got a little bit less fiber in it and a little bit less fat and protein. So I kind of say, like, music can be really good, like your, your – um, or your standard music or a, a couple of pieces of or, or three or four pieces of white toast with jam or honey or Nutella works really well um some what else some English uh, sorry some breakfast muffins uh yeah. yeah or I know that um and I have had clients before that can't really stomach breakfast the morning yeah. of so maybe that's you go for a drink an electrolyte drink or mm -hmm. you're making up a smoothie so yeah, I mean, the, the list goes on, but you could, um, yeah, the general rule of thumb is to look less less fibre, less of the stuff we know is good for us, but more of the uh, the the food that's going to help store energy in our muscles so we can use it from the get-go. Absolutely, and I guess it, and then and then that, what we have for breakfast, will then the answers of what we're having on that first bike ride will yeah. be different. So we have a lighter breakfast. We need to start eating some proper food once we're going and once we're a bit more relaxed and once we're on the bike ride and we're cruising, don't we? So, but if we have a heavier breakfast, actually we probably don't need to eat quite so much as we're yeah. as we're into things. So on that bike ride, we've had a good breakfast. We've we've practiced the time of the day that we're going to have it. We've done a practice race because that's yeah. different as well. Um, mm -hmm. So what are some options? We're riding our bike. What should we be thinking about and having there? Yeah, so so bikes a really good time to get a, a decent amount of nutrition in, or nutrition that's going to really work for you. So, um, so so ideas that you could have on the bike could be your gels, your um, chews. You could go for the OSM terrain bar, and we yeah. um, bite sides pieces. You yeah. could go for white bread, like oh, well, sorry, Hannah, I can, multi grain <laughs> or ideally white with yep. jam, and yeah, don't worry about the crust. Uh, you could go for baby food. You could something that's really going to 
target those muscles straight away. Um, and kind of the general rule of thumb, if we're thinking, and this is a really good thing for people to think about when they're training and practicing and working out their nutrition strategy is for every hour. So say say you've done your first, you know, sprint run. You shouldn't mm -hmm. need any food. I mean, you, yeah, yeah. No, you're yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're on your bike. That first hour, try and get, oh, sorry, first um, after half an hour or so, try and get some some. Um, energy on board so mm -hmm. some people like to eat um, one thing in that hour so say that's between if I'm getting technical like 60 to 90 grams of carbohydrates yep. or so other so on that note that's a good thing to yeah. look at our look at our food label so we can see what yeah. how much is in it and and figure yeah. that out for me and that's a again it's a real personal thing how much can I actually Absolutely. cope with how much can I absorb so 60 to 90 grams is a bit of a, a starting point guideline of carbohydrates per hour that we're looking for absolutely yeah and as you said i mean that's that that's the key right and as henna's mentioned you know that you might work with 90 someone else might work with 60 grams and that's yeah. all they can tolerate so yeah. It, yeah it is really key to to have that plan and to know what you works for you yeah, uh, cool. yeah so oh, sorry Good. I was just going to say, let's keep rolling through the race because we want to make sure yeah. that we still get to the finish line here. Um, so yeah. uh, the goal of that first ride is to get off, especially if we're doing it individually, we want mm -hmm. to get off the bike and being fresh and ready to go and well-fueled for our mountain run because it's Excellent. a little bit harder to eat stuff as we're huffing and puffing and running. Yeah. But what mm -hmm. are some things that we could use? What are some options for that mountain run that we should be thinking about? Yeah, so... Um, so for the mountain run, obviously, people are quite aware you, you have to take... Um, food on you so you need to be conscious of that so for example when we look at hydration uh and you're thinking electrolytes concentrated electrolytes because you have you know you have access to water so you can top those electrolytes up um you, again you could take the gels the the um the oecm terrain bar you could take um Another thing, and I liked, I never thought about having a cheeseburger, but um, I used to do on Goat's Pass a bacon buddy at the yep. top, and I loved that. But yep. again, that worked for me, and it might not work for someone else. So that was in a white piece of bread smothered yep. in mayonnaise. And that comes back to your goals again, how fast you're looking to go through. If you're going to be winning the thing, you're going to be puffing too much and you're not going to be able to stomach that. But if you're going to be mm. out there for six hours and you've already done a bike ride for a couple of hours, actually you're starting yeah. to get hungry by then. You need some proper, proper food as well. So yeah. so that's good, isn't it? Like a yeah. quiche, um, baked potatoes, all those all those proper foodie type things that we can have um, are really yeah. good. Yeah, absolutely. And also yeah. a key thing with that too um, – and I know you and I have talked about that, is actually enjoying your food. I mean, you're yep. doing, if you, you want to enjoy this race, right? You've worked so hard and put so much effort into, it, effort into it. Why don't you enjoy the food as well? You have the yep. perfect scenery to eat your cheeseburger yes, or whatever yes. you want. Yeah, no, that's right. And 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 a bit of variety is really important in yeah, there as well. That's to, be able to, to be able to make sure that you actually keep going and, and you want to eat it, opposed to going, mm -hmm. oh, God, I don't feel like that. Ginger nuts are my key one. They're robust. Mm. They are like bricks. But dunk them in the river, and they actually you can actually eat them quite well as well. So that's my tip of the day. Um, like yeah. mountain run, let's move on. So we've got some recovery to do if we're two days. So that's getting some food and energy in as soon as we possibly can. What about if we're doing the longest day, and all of a sudden we're riding our bike and going to jump in the boat? What are some things we should be doing on that uh, bike ride that's going to take half an hour, forty minutes, fifty minutes, etc.? 
Yeah, well, um, I suppose jumping back from that, it's transition, utilizing your transition times yep. as well. So having your your support crew lay out a bunch of different foods and, and a variety of foods. Um, again, on that bike ride, um, so similar, it, it's a good time to get food in. You can, um, like what I used to do when I raced was having on my, um, have gels so I could just rip them off chug them in my mouth then put them back into my soup yep. um, mm -hmm. and, and, and think practically about that like what is again if that's if time's effective for you maybe it might not be for some people but um, yeah. if you if you want to keep going and do the best you can do on that day and do a good time you know mm -hmm. practically think about that or have yeah. like Hannah mentioned and I love that idea um I've never done double Ziplocs, but have a Ziploc bag. Yeah. And and literally have in your Ziploc bag, you know, your 60 to 90 grams of carbohydrates and what, and you know what that looks like. So yeah. when you're tired and fatigued, that's all, you don't have to think too much. Oh, you know, I know my Oisimba has, you know, 80 grams of carbohydrate. Yeah. Your brain's not going to work that way on race day. So so making it easier and, um, yeah, trying to consume. Yeah, you can just have that. Yeah, so like with that middle bike ride, I like to think about lunch and having proper food because you yeah. you're not puffing yeah. so much, you can have that. Yeah. Um, and, and, and as you say, a bit of variety um, that you can actually enjoy eating it so you get into the boat in and, and good shape. And then once you're in the boat and, and, and thinking through to that final bike ride, it becomes more of uh, what actually I can eat in the boat because obviously my hands are taken up. Water yeah. proofing becomes an issue there as well. So mm -hmm. then your OSM bar comes out as well um, as, a, <laughs> as another option, doesn't it? Yeah. And then just making sure you're getting that sports drink and fluid and energy on board because that's super important. Yep, absolutely. And testing that, um, you know, it works before you actually go off. So test your fluid and test, um, yeah, whether or not that's going to come through. Um, and think, you know, play around with it. I've had clients in the past that have used um, Fortisip, which is a meal replacement, yep. which works really well. Um, or you could make a make a pre-made smoothie and have that mm -hmm. in your hydration pack or, yeah, yes. and mix it with your electrolytes. So, so yeah, that's, work that that's out for yourself. That's a foodie thing that's going to make us feel full. So then we're not, because otherwise, if we're just drinking or just having sports drink, we're going to start getting hungry. So we can actually drink our food through a straw, which is a nice way to do it. So then we can actually focus on keeping paddling, but then having a bit of variety when we're um, when we're paddling as well. Maybe we put our uh, paddle down for a bit, but again, it depends on what our goals are and how fast we want to be moving. But if you can yeah. drink it through a straw, straw, it means it's hands free and you can keep going. Um, uh, we're going to bring Angus back in here because he's the the key man that likes to finish things off. And uh, and when we get to that final bike that final transition we've often talked about Sheffield pies um, towards the end and and as a nutritionist is that something that we should be or could be thinking about yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, oh sorry you're, you're correct well no no this you know Sheffield pies if you are watching and listening to, to this <laughs> you know we're just about to uh, open your doors and fill it full of athletes but I, I, I guess that there's not many people uh, that are uh, heading to the coast to coast, but especially in training runs on their way to the coast, well, whether they're going up the gorge to paddle or whether they're, whatever they're doing, everybody stops at the Sheffield Pie Shop, well, right? It's, it's not, a rite of passage. It's not bad to have a pie at 9 a.m. It oh, does right. set you up for the rest of your paddle world training. But obviously, this is later in the day now, isn't it? Um, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thoughts? Do we do we put a tick in oh. the pie box or we put a cross next to it? Oh, to be honest, go for it. I mean, you've done the coast to coast. You deserve a pie if you feel like a pie. I mean, 
personally, I don't know. I don't know. I've, yeah, if you feel like it, why not? Um, and like we've talked about um, in the last few minutes, you know, everyone's different in what their goals are. So if you're mm. a time kind of person, probably flag that pie. You might not have time to wait in the queue, but um, if you just want to get out there and enjoy it and eat real foods, then 100%. I mean, I don't think there's... Well, I shouldn't say that actually. There's some issues with pies, but you know, every now and then they're fine. And you've just done coast to coast, so you're, you're well and truly have um, earned right. it. And, and some longer stay athletes are going to be coming through at tea time. So actually, yeah, they should exactly. have some proper food so they actually yeah. feel sustained and they can get through to the finish line. But at the end of the day, you get to that point on the bike, and it's actually about what the what you can actually stomach, right? Because you've already you, you're you're well into your day, you're fairly slogged, you've been eating all sorts of things, and it's about at that point that now you're actually at whatever your stomach can handle is what you're actually going to try and put in, and that might be three different items you have a go at totally. uh, to try and get to that last bit, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, for sure. So, Abby, just to wrap up, this is one last sort of parting comment to, in terms of something that you'd like to add and make sure that people take away from your chat tonight? Yeah. Um, biggest thing, well, I think you've got to practice, you know, um, practice, 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 work out what works for you, um, enjoy the food, and celebrate afterwards. You've done mm. an awesome event, and, you've yeah, it's a huge achievement, and you deserve a pie and maybe even a few beers if that's what you feel like. <laughs> I, I've actually just I, got... I'm going to get backlash on this, but I don't know. <laughs> I've actually just got one question. Can we, mm -hmm. in the two-day, between day mm -hmm. one and day two, and we know that it's important that we need to eat when we're finished and then we need to eat a good – can we overeat? Is there a possibility that we're desperate, that we think we need to put calories back in, that we can overeat that night and then actually have that be against us the next morning? Oh, yeah, I mean, like, anyone can overeat. I think it's, um, it's your timing, right? So when you finish that day one, it's within what, what I like to call you've got a window of opportunity, right? And that's a half an hour window where you need your, your good quality protein to help with that muscle that you've just broken down and your carbohydrates as well. So if you get that in, in good time, and you're fueling yourself, you're rehydrating, um, and then you're having a good, really good meal you know, one or two hours later, you shouldn't really feel like overeating if you have done all the things right in the day. But yeah, absolutely you can. So I, I guess it goes back to, to eating right throughout the day. And then uh, once you've done that, you shouldn't feel hungry or sh you shouldn't feel shattered too as well. So post yes, no. coast is a nutrition race and there's no doubt about it. So you should really be, yeah, be mm. eating enough for the type of exercise you do and, and replenishing that. So yeah good stuff well done abby that's a great last comment is actually it's a nutritionathon, and if we can get the nutrition right then we're going to be able to perform to our potential so so yeah. um yeah no well done thank you for your insight tonight and um yeah all the best with um hopefully that that pie situation doesn't come back i do actually i want to get i live down the road from feely pies so i'll oh, okay, um right the the uh, salmon and bacon, the salmon and bacon I recommend from Fairly there. Just I'm just going to finish off as I was <laughs> over here. And, uh, <laughs> Abby, Abby, thank Good you on. so, so much for your insights. Um, thank you for telling us all about how we can, uh, you know, prepare better and, and eat right for our journeys. Um, all the best with uh, with your journeys. Mm -hmm. And uh, we look forward to chewing a few more. I was in both. I was in both. Sponsored problem. Well done. Try the new um, everyday bar too. Got it. Done. I'm on it. 
it's right. I'll report See back. You guys. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Abby. See ya. Bye. I think um, I think I'm made for this gig. <laughs> this <laughs> nutrition, this nutrition thing. You know, like one of Abby's biggest things there was is that enjoy the food. Well, it just so happens that I really enjoy food. Yeah, exactly, I, and that's I, part of the reason I do this thing I, as well. So it works well. Made for this. Mm -hmm. All right, moving along, we've we've uh, roared through this. Two lovely ladies have really given us a great insight into some nutrition tonight. Absolutely, yep. But this wouldn't be a coast to coast, uh, a Kathmandu coast to coast show if we didn't catch up with old mate Matt Bateman yes, yeah. and uh, see what him and Tomo have been up yeah, to. Yeah, that's right. I've heard that he's been doing some running. We'll find out, shall we? Now, Matt, yeah, just before you go. I, I just want you to be sure that you know that this isn't the Muppet Show and we aren't the two old guys sitting up in the box. Oh, we pull on the strings, eh? What do you reckon? <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. How you doing, Matt? Yeah, good. Thanks, guys. How are you? Yeah, yeah good. Thanks. Have you, have you still entered? You haven't. Uh, your, your name's still on the start list. Yeah, no, no, I'm still there. Haven't been scratched mm -hmm. off yet, so I'm still yeah. happy. You know, plodding away. Yeah, fantastic. And what's some of the highlights you've done over the last month? We actually talked uh, to Tomo a little time, so we haven't sort of talked to you for a little while. What's been happening? Well, uh, Tomo's actually just arrived home. She's been on a date. So, um, no, nah, she hasn't. Oh. She's <laughs> been on a Christmas party. So, Tomo, come around. Yeah, she, yeah, she's all dressed up. Hey, hey welcome. Well done. How did, you, how did your date go? I didn't no. go on a date. I just <laughs> went for uh, work dinner. Great, yeah. great. So, so tell us some highlights of uh, training over the last uh, month or two. Um, since we caught up last, or you caught up with Tomo last time, we, we've been out on the, uh, we've been out doing the, the kayaking. So we've um, we've been out again, and then we're actually going on a gorge trip today, but it was actually cancelled um, last week yeah. for the weather. Um, mm -hmm. And then uh, we've just re rescheduled that for just before Christmas, so that's in a couple of weeks' time. Um, Tomo's been getting out in the kayak a bit more, eh? And then um, oh, cool. we're doing a bit of riding, and then I did the Queenstown half uh, two weeks ago, which was good. Awesome. Um, How'd that go? It was good, eh? It was a, it was a good run. Like it was, um, I've had, I've been carrying a little few niggles, I think, because I obviously been doing a lot of other training outside of not only doing the, the multi sport stuff, but doing the gym training as well. So I had a couple of niggles, I had a bit of a tweaked neck, and then I had a sore Achilles and, a, and an ankle. But I, I managed to make it through. So I was, I was happy, but you know, I mean, I just starting to get used to having a few niggles here and there. And um, yeah, but yeah, it's been good, eh? The, the run was awesome. I had pretty sore legs the next day, but. Yeah, I actually felt better after I ran the old mountain run last year, to be honest. But, um, right. No, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you worked on your piggyback, Tomo? Um, he's a pretty big unit to try and piggyback for the coast to coast. <laughs> I hope I don't have to get to that stage. It's yeah. encouraging to rehab. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so from, like, we've been talking about nutrition tonight. Um, from, from, from your experience and, and uh, as a gym owner and also your training, that you've done last year with the mountain run and then also the coast to coast this year what what's sort of one or two key things that you would share that's worked really well for you well I, like for me it's quite hard to be honest like i i burn a lot of calories throughout the day and i also eat a lot and i've also got a big sweet tooth eh? so uh i've been trying to have no sugar that's my goal for the next three weeks until christmas but um that's at the moment so i'm still having like fruits and things but there's no packeted sugar as such but <laughs> i get a bit carried away but um but for me <laughs> I obviously by burning a lot of calories and that throughout the day. Like when I've been doing the longer the endurance sort of training, which I'm not used to, I like to wake up at about 10 p.m. at night and I'm like starving, you know? So right. um, I'm just trying to get used to e eating more. And as yeah. I think, I'm not really eating enough, but knowing when to eat. And it's hard that, you know, sometimes you'll have cravings for, for different foods, you know? And that's been probably my biggest uh, thing to get used to. You know, like obviously I eat a lot anyway, but making sure that I'm having enough so I don't feel hungry. And if I, you know, I know if I'm not eating enough, we're eating right. So now I've been trying to make sure that, you know, having snacks and that all the time, um, when I am doing my training, eating fruits and that, but also eating eating good meals, not going to bed on, 
not going to bed hungry, I guess, or, you know, mm. anything like that. So, but yeah, I've been, you know, they're talking about some having some bread and jam, but I've been having, you know, sometimes I'll come home and eat eight bits of, eight, eight bits of toast, you know, so I'm just bloody starving. Yeah, um, and then, yeah. You know, and then I get a bit of flack with that, so I've stopped putting them up on Instagram. So, <laughs> so eat your protein, fill you fill yourself up, so you're not you can actually yeah. fill your body and repair properly as well. What about you, Tomo? From a from a nutrition perspective, obviously uh, played some high level hockey and and obviously your training. Uh, any nutrition sort of points that you uh, sort of working on or thinking about? Um, it's more I think with training, like I'm really bad at because what well, what I used to do is always you play games and then you have snacks afterwards. So it's more yeah. like when training actually starting to get a little bit of food or gels or something like that and while actually training um yeah. so just practicing that stuff and even trying to like digest a little bit more like solids because especially yeah. through like those longer runs and stuff you actually still need a little bit of solids in those runs to actually help you through you can't just keep trying to go on the gels or something like that because it's not going to make you last that long that's right, and if you're hungry, you're already low, aren't you? So, so, so you make sure that you, you that doesn't get to that level. And if you're having sort of highs and lows, and that gel makes you feel really good, actually, you're probably already low. So yeah, you need to right. up. yeah. We've, we've been for a couple of runs when it's been blooming hot, you know, and that's the, um that's been hard, you know. And you're coming in, you're like quenching, you know, your first years, mm. or you know, you yep. can even take out from your water. And I, you know, sometimes I'm like, I'm going for a training run. And, it's not going to be hot, but you know, it was it was warmer last month than it's been in the recent, you know, the last few weeks. And I went for a run one day, and I ended up doing a couple of hours. And I got out to Brighton, and I was thirsty, and I didn't have enough water. And then all the drinking fountains were shut off. You know, I ended up being on someone's in the garden tap on. You know, but I I was like, you know, I just thought, well, look, I'm going to be fine. You know, and I'll just get some of the you know public stuff on the way. But I mean, it's not as you know, you go out, you can get in the, the creek when you go and you go through Goats Pass or whatever, but. Yeah, it's just being prepared eh? and just training yourself. But I guess you, you learn from these things and every time you go for a training run or you do something different, you learn from every experience you have. Mm -hmm. That's right. So where are our confidence levels at in regards to Coast to Coast? Uh, what are we? How many sleeps have we got to go? Do we know that? Oh, it's, uh, I think it was about 70. It's about 70, 72 maybe. Uh, 70 yeah. sleeps. Yeah. So oh. did, did, did the heart rate go up at all when we, when we said 72 uh, yeah, sleeps? Yeah. Yeah, I think... Um, We've been a lot better when we went out in the kayak again, eh? And we had a good uh, good couple of days when we went out with Top Sport down in the, um, in the duo. And yeah. um, we had a couple of panic attacks here, didn't we, Tomo? Yeah. But um, no, we <laughs> yeah, Smiling away. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but um, no, it's good. So we were, like, we're going to be going out. I, I think that's like our, our biggest weakness is the kayak, you know, and um, we just got to get more confident in that. And we, we've had some good times. We didn't actually get go swimming too much on our last, last round, did we? So... Yeah, that, and then we're just going to get out more on the on the road bike and back into running. But but to be honest, it's been quite hard as we've both been busy. And it's obviously a social time of year, and then like the gym yeah. has been busy as well. And we've got lots of classes going on outside of our normal class and events and that too. So trying to actually fit your training. And like to be honest, this week's been quite tough. I've been struggling to get all my training program in at the moment. But other weeks have been awesome, and I've I've managed to get it all in. You know, so I know it's going to be times where I'm going to be fighting a busy schedule, and Tomo's the same. But we know if we are, when we can get time to make sure we're just getting quality, it might not be the big longer trainings that we're hoping for, but making sure we're still getting out there and getting some quality trainings in a short amount of time. Yeah, and it's and it's about it's about not getting concerned about if you've got a week that you missed some training 
uh, you know, some some bits in your training block there. It's about not getting concerned about that, Rick, eh? mm. about it's okay. I can't, I, I, you know, I do have a life and I do work and I do do all those things and I'm not a pro athlete. So it's about not beating yourself up about missing the odd session here or whatever each week and just making sure, like you say, when you do go out that you do make it count. We talk about 72 sleeps to go. Uh, just FYI, Matt, um, not sleeping doesn't actually prolong the start. It doesn't actually uh, <laughs> aid you there. But um, are you getting some quality sleep, though? Are you, are you, your 72 sleeps you got, you need to make each one count. How are you going for sleeping? Good, eh? Yeah, real good. I sleep well now, I tell you. I just sleep almost standing up some days. But... No, no, like, like I'm, I'm shattered. I come home and we're, we're buggered eh, after a big day. And I think like when we have the weekends, we don't have as many classes on at the gym and Tomo's not doing your hockey and stuff now. Even if we're not training together, we're getting some big, you know, um, four, five, six-hour, you know, uh, bouts in and doing our own stuff here and there. You just come home and you're shattered, you know. But we've had a couple of good bikes eh, out and then, then we'll go to a morning class at the gym on a Saturday morning and then and do our own stuff in the afternoon. And that's been awesome. And... um. Yeah. Yeah, doing that stuff, it's just, yeah, and, and I think, like I said, like learning, and I know obviously it's like we're going from not like a multi-sport background as such, so we're coming in from a different sort of element, so having like different injuries and niggles, it's learning to deal with that, knowing that if I'm going to try and focus on the, the multi-sport stuff, that I might have to pull back from some of the stuff at the gym and, and have to adjust, you know, and it's quite hard to do that, but I know that I want to come in ready to race uh, for the coast to coast as opposed to showing up and, you know, covered in strap and tape and yep. well, some of the back me. Well, you've still got a few days. You've still got a few days to sort that out yet before you yeah. before the crunch comes. So, uh, Matt, Tomo, thank you for joining us, Tomo. Yeah, that was well a little done. that was a little treat. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a good update, team, on on where you guys are at, and we just cannot wait to. Uh, well, actually, it's going to be after Christmas, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so, going to be January. So we'll see see how you guys have got on. Hopefully, you've got down the river by that stage, and uh, yeah, have a fantastic Christmas. Be safe, and uh, all the best for all the adventures you've got lined up. Perfect. Hey, thanks for having us. No Good. worries. Well done, team. Thank you. See you. Okay. Good work. Job done. Well, that's great. What a good show. <laughs> just like that. Works we, quite well together. we may just need to push the camera back a little yeah, bit there, Richard, exactly. but you've uh, you've got quite good control of this desk. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't pushed any buttons. I'm just trying to make sure I don't break anything. So, no, oh, good work. Look, well done. Absolutely fabulous. Another excellent uh, Kathmandu Coast to Coast show here, Richard, uh, as of always, first of the month as we lead up into the Coast to Coast. So, don't forget, people, uh, you can watch this over on our YouTube channel. You can watch it back on the Coast to Coast Facebook page, on the Team CP Facebook page. Yep. Uh, if you've got any questions about nutrition, about the coast to coast, about training, about anything, don't be afraid to get a hold of us at Team CP. That's right. Just just book a call, flick an email through, and uh, I'll give you a buzz and, and just have a bit of a chat. I think that's the key thing. And and from my perspective, the more we prepare, the more we learn, the more we know, the better our weekend's going to be, the more we're going to enjoy it. Yep. So from Tom and Jerry, uh, Batman and Robin, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Here we are. Um, two little peas in the pod, Richard. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you to Kathmandu. Uh, thank you for Team CP uh, for helping us put this, this broadcast together. To Abby, to Hannah, and to Matt and Tomo, thank you very much for joining us. Till next time. Yep, over and out. And uh, just, just as a final comment, if you're only listening to this, we're actually sitting next to one another. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> of course, because it's always available on a podcast. <laughs> it's there forever. Uh, so don't forget to give it a listen once or twice or even three times. Brilliant. Well done. Thanks, Sam. Till next time. It's the best Kiwi event in New Zealand, this. Crossing New Zealand in one or two days. Why do I do it? Because I love it. Three, two, one.